Lucas Glover goes back-to-back on the PGA Tour, and we have more details on the Phil Mickelson gambling issue. All that and more Golf Report coming your way. Stay tuned. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Golf Report. It is your host, Logan LaRue. Sorry in advance, as this is a shorter episode, um, just because life has happened this week and I haven't been able to sit down and do what I needed to do, but um, we will pick it back up next week. I promise. I was supposed to get an interview done for this week. We didn't get it done, but we will be pushing that out soon. Um, let's get into the news. Lucas Glover wins the FedEx Championship at 15 under in a playoff versus Patrick Cantley. That's back-to-back wins for Glover. It brings him from 112th in the points list to 4th in two weeks. That is amazing. He almost missed the playoffs, and now he's in a spot to win the Tour Championship. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't hate to see him in a USA uniform come October. You talk about a guy who hasn't done much of anything in the last decade i think he has one win and turned his whole game around in the last few months he's the perfect example of getting hot at just the right moment also in the tournament rory McIlroy and tommy fleetwood both ended up t3 rory top three on the points list stayed where they were at um that's john rom scotty shefflin and roy McIlroy, respectively but we did see a lot of big movers. Like I said, we would obviously talked about Lucas Glover, Patrick Cantlay. He's fifth now. He's in a position to win. Chris Kirk dropped all the way back down to 29th. And he's right on the bubble. He's going to need to have a good week to ensure that he's going to be at the Tour Championship. Jordan Spieth moved into the top 30. So as long as he stays where he's at, he'll be at the Tour Championship in a few weeks. Can't wait to be there. It's going to be an exciting year. Um, it's just a completely different atmosphere. I feel like in past years, I feel like past years you've had one person at the top who it's obvious who's going to win because they just have dominated on tour. But you have so many people. You have, you know, five, six people within a thousand points, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. I mean, these guys are going to go out and fight. You have everybody from John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy, Lucas Glover, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, Victor Hovland, so many others that are out here with a chance to win. And I think Rory proved last year at the Tour Championship that even if you're not first, even if you get past this week at the BMW Championship and you're not first in the standings that it still can be done. Um, speaking of the BMW Championship, let's get into the power rankings for that. Coming in at number five, we have John Rahm. Um, you know, he's struggled a little bit recently, but I still think that he's had a great season and that he's going to continue that in the playoffs. Coming in at number four, we have Lucas Glover. I mean, that's an obvious choice. I have to take him in the top five. He's won back-to-back weeks. He's looking great. Um, We already talked about how much he's moved up the point standings. He's hot. 
why would he stop now? Coming in number three, we got Scotty Scheffler. Scotty's had a pretty consistent season, just like we talked about last week in the power rankings. And, you know, he performed pretty decent at the FedEx Championship. And I like his odds this week. Patrick Cantlay coming in at number two. He's won the last two BMW Championships. He has dominated playoff tournaments the last six years or so. So, I mean, I like his odds here. Obviously, I don't even need to say who I took at number one. Y'all already know who it is. It is Rory freaking McIlroy. He is going to be in contention at the Tour Championship, and he's going to be in contention come Saturday at the BMW Championship. I like his odds. I like his play here. It's playoff Rory time. On the women's side, Lilia Vu won the AIG Women's Open to get her first major victory. She absolutely dominated on Sunday. While most people were shooting over par, she shot five under um, to win the tournament by six. Charlie Hole came in second. She was at eight under. She shot uh, plus one on the last day. Let's talk about the... Uh, Senior Tour, the PGA Tour champions. Good friend of mine and the podcast, Stephen Ames, won the Boeing Classic. He absolutely dominated, came out on top versus Steve Alker and Miguel Angel Jimenez. So really good performance from him. He actually tied the scoring record at that tournament, obviously, earlier this year at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic at TPC Sugarloaf. He Set the scoring record. This is four wins for him this year. Um, for this in the PGA Tour Champions career, he only had two wins. And now he has four this season. Um, he has a different workout routine. He's a different coach. And I can't wait to talk with him about that. We're going to have a conversation. And I can't wait to really get down and figure out what exactly he's doing it has transformed his game into what it is right now. In the Corn Ferry Tour, Alejandro Tosti won the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Vanderland came, um, got a T2. A lot of people thought he was going to win at one point, um, just didn't get it done. Pearson Cootie, who is tour bound, played, and he ended up six strokes back. Another good week for him. We're getting towards the end of the season for the Corn Ferry Tour, and it's shaping up to be an absolute showdown at the championship. I can't wait to see it all unfold. Talk about Phil Mickelson for a minute. We got to talk about this. Phil Mickelson, obviously a book came out that said that he has spent in the last 30 years, I believe, a billion dollars on sports betting, including $200,000 on a Ryder Cup, which he played in. He denies those allegations, while many others um, hold them to be true. He apparently placed 46 bets in a day on the MLB. He's lost over $200 million. A lot of people say that's why he signed with Liv. Rory McIlroy had made comments about this, um, jokingly saying that, well, he can make bets on this year's Ryder Cup at least because he won't be playing in it. Um, while true, while, you know, some may find it funny, it should be taken serious. He has an issue, I believe, 
Um, he claims that he hasn't bet in years. I just watched a YouTube video the other day of him betting $1,000 with Bryson DeChambeau. So that's obviously not true. I think that he has an issue, and I hope that he gets the help he needs. If you want to let me ha know how you feel about this, or if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at the golf rep. You can find us on all socials at that handle. Um, we're definitely going to be pushing out a lot of content this week, so stay tuned for that. Be following it on those social platforms. Um, thank you all for joining me this week, and I will see you all next week.